welcome back to Time Out with Danielle. It is episode three. We've had such an interesting week, to be honest. I don't know what to call this week. I don't know what color I should describe it in. But hey. Anyway, so I'm really excited because I'm featuring my first guest. You're probably wondering, what about self-isolation? Well, technology has come a long way. So we're going to be doing it over the phone. If it doesn't sound good quality, just know it's over the phone, okay? But we have our special guest today, Karen, okay? Hi, Danielle. Hi, Hi. how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Welcome to Time Out with Danielle, Karen. Good to be here. Good, good, good. So those of you who don't know, Karen's one of my good friends that I've known for nearly four years now. We met in NCS in 2016. It's been a long time. Wow, it really has. It has been a really long time. And Due to the whole coronavirus, we can't really be close right now. So we're doing it over phone, which self-isolating, guys. <laughs> so, yes, welcome, welcome, welcome. Before we get into anything, I like mm-hmm. to ask how your week has been. Like, what would you rate it out of a 10? Describe how your week has been so far. Um, maybe a 6, 7, I guess. <laughs> Yes, not bad, not bad. Mm-hmm. It's not a bad week. But yes, okay, first topic. Of course, I, I know everyone's been talking about it, but the whole coronavirus and the whole self-isolating and lockdown. Mm-hmm. But I want to hear your take on how you've been handling the lockdown yourself and how it's affected you. Okay, Um. well, I think I'm coping pretty well for now. Um, although these past few days I've just been getting a headache I think that's just because I'm dehydrated or inside so if you're able to like go outside your front yard or like just you know or just in the garden or something just to get a little bit of fresh air open your mm. windows but um, yeah I've been trying to keep busy got plenty of work from uni <laughs> playing some games uh, what else yeah, just taking a time out from the rest of the world, I guess. Well, yeah. we all are. <laughs> we but, all are. Yeah. I think this is a really good time for, like, anyone that's... Because I think the beginning of the year was kind of a bit of a... Like, yeah. I think if you asked any of us last year, like, what do you think is going to happen in 2020? I don't <laughs> think they would have said, we're going to be locked out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Everyone had big plans, holidays, everything, like, going out this year. And yeah. pandemic was definitely not on their minds. No. But I think it's a really good time for, like, all of us to, like, take a step back and see where we are, like, in our lives, like, where we want it to head. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. definitely. But, yeah. Um, what do you think of the whole before, obviously, before the government introduced the lockdown rules and regulations, everyone was panic buying were you, did you get to see this firsthand? Like, <laughs> did you get to like see the whole shelves being emptied and people carrying like a bunch of things that I highly doubt 
they're using right now. But honestly, I had seen a couple of things. Honestly, when I had gone to the shops, actually shelves were empty. <laughs> so <laughs> I mean, ever in terms of hand sanitizers, they were like lines outside boots, super jug, Wilco, like the the lines were just, you know, like thinking down. Absurd. Yeah. Too much. But I mean, we tried to get everything that we needed, I guess. At least for another month. So you're pretty I hope. <laughs> you're pretty stocked up. <laughs> you're pretty stocked up on things that you need though, right? Yeah, I think so. Don't really want to be yeah. going to the shop in between now, especially like when it's a proper lockdown. Yeah. Oh my. The those crazy stories. I think the worst one I've heard of people like stores are raising the prices of hand sanitizer and just basic needs like toilet paper yeah. and food I think the worst that I've heard was like I went into Aldi I mean it's not by much but I used to get toilet paper for 99p and it raised to like £1.20 and I was like really? <laughs> they really they're, they're taking opportunity to finesse everyone um, yeah. I don't know. Hand sanitizers for like small amounts, like three hundred mls, gone up to hundred pounds on Amazon. Or oh if you God. go to Superdrug or something, it's like three pound. Like which was once fifty p, seventy five p. I mean, it's not going up by much, but at the same time, <laughs> you could just putting it up for no reason, really. Yeah. Oh my goodness, it's just topsy turvy. But mm. yeah, um, so another question is, a lot of people are like, especially today's news, They've on the news they were talking about, do you think the government is handling the lockdown well? Like, do you think the government sh- could do more? Or do you think they've just done everything that they can to prevent the coronavirus from just um, rising in general? Um, I mean... When Boris even said that it was going to be on lockdown, I don't feel like it was, like, certifiedly put it in place, if that makes sense. Like, people were still going out and then finding out, oh, they have fines. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But I feel like in terms of, right, well, it's done now, like, he's put everybody on lockdown. I feel like there's so many cases already and there's still so many cases coming into the hospitals I mean, NHS staff are, like, really struggling and they're, they're getting retired yeah. staff to come back in. Um, it's just because retired? Hmm? retired staff? Yeah, they're trying to, whoever can volunteer, so even people who don't even work in the medical field, if you can volunteer and, like, help out with certain things. Um, and also retired staff, even if they can come back and help in any way that they possibly can are told to come back so I think it's like whoa things are really stressful on their side and I feel like the government really should be like funding for like protection for them because I don't feel like they're being protected enough Um, especially people in different departments I think everyone should be like wearing a mask especially if they're working within the healthcare system because anybody in a hospital is already maybe there for some sort of illness and on top of it you know I feel like they they might be passing on different illnesses because as they said like you might not have symptoms someone and also some people who get like affected have underlying issues so it's better that everyone's like as protected as they can be especially if they're working within the field you know yeah 
Hopefully, yeah. I mean, I was thinking about earlier because before this whole pandemic happened, the NHS are were known to struggle before, considering the lack of people going in uni and studying to become other nurses, doctors, radiographers, basically any medical profession. It was yeah. just a shortage. And now that this has happened, it's put a real, like, bigger strain on NHS. Yeah, definitely. There's no, like, funding. I mean, there is funding, but I feel like there could be more funding. Um, It's really just, like, intense at the moment. And, like, yeah, I think families are struggling, especially those who are, like, within health. Yeah. I think this could be like a really big wake up call for the government. Mm. Maybe I think they should be putting out more care for the people that are there because you know this the cases are rising, they're still rising. So clearly there's something that we need to keep doing. Like we need to actually go on a proper lockdown for three weeks and it's gonna be hard, yeah. The people who are going outside for a stroll, I think need to <laughs> I know it's hard, obviously. It gets a bit cramped up when you're at home and it gets stuffy and you know, you just want to get a breather. But I feel yeah. the spread is still it's still spreading quite rapidly as well. So they need yeah. to put money together. I think the world actually needs to like come together like to form up a vaccine, like you know, put money together, help each other, because we're all in this together in a way, because we're all on lockdown. Yeah. It's it's not even just the UK on lockdown, but the world is on lockdown. Yeah. You see some footage from, like, different countries, like Italy, France, South Africa, India. It's just, like, people, mm. it's happening. Yeah, definitely. You know? Do you um think this is also related to like biblical times like do you think this is god's way of like you humans need to get your sugars in order yeah in a way i mean there's parts of the scriptures that have been written that um people are saying that um so there was the first world war there was the second world war and then in the scriptures i think is written something like don't quote me on this, but uh, <laughs> uh, some people are saying that God would have sent down another, like, either, like, a disease or, like, like how they had the plague. Um, yeah. They were going to send out another one to, like, because God was angry with us and how the world was, you know, behaving. Yeah. So, like, if we go back to before coronavirus was, like, you know, COVID-19 was actually, you know, causing so yeah. many like destruction so much destruction um i would say that there was other things happening like china had the the um they I, I, i'm sorry i forgot what it's called <laughs> you know when they had like people in concentration camps oh yes yes so they had, that like, whole pollution climate change wars were going on terrorist attacks were still going on i mean all of that has been like shut down at least for the time being um and in a way like it's giving the the world some time to heal so if we put it back to god i think like he's just like he's he might just you know 
say like we need to heal we need to like yeah give some time out just pray a little bit and like you know focus your minds yeah let them relax a little bit people are so busy in their lives and sometimes you forget yeah. to actually take a step out just so you know observe or just you know because in venice um you know the canals that were filled with like pollution and stuff have now like actually cleared out like it's clear water so i think like this is just proving that we can just we can have so much healing going on from this and bring out the positive side of it yeah totally agree like as much as the world is a bit negative in the moment let's look at the positives you know <laughs> i think this is a real time for a lot of working parents before to spend time with their kids and you know bond yeah definitely bonding time <laughs> to have some yeah. downtime as well yeah moving away from this whole coronavirus thing i think we've <laughs> talked about it we've heard about it so much let's move on to you <laughs> okay so guys karen is a university student guys she's one of the coolest <laughs> i'm joking she, she's a university student <laughs> um she said do you want to tell us what you study like um about your okay course. well i study diagnostic radiography um fancy word for x-rays <laughs> um <laughs> yeah so many people think that um you want to be on capital fm so i think i just clear that out right now <laughs> um yeah so it's like diagnostic imaging so you want to be taking x-rays and um evaluating them diagnosing any pathologies fractures did um so yeah, that's just a general bit. Wow. <laughs> People thought you're gonna be radiography is medical terms, guys. Doesn't mean she's gonna be <laughs> radio. Okay. Yeah, guys, let's get that in. But yeah, are you enjoying your course? Like, um, when you first got on to radiography course, like was the expectations that you had? Has it been met? Um yeah, I'd say so ish anyway <laughs> i mean obviously now everything's online so it's well locked down but for expectations wise yeah. i think like i enjoy like learning about my course it may be hard but i think every course is hard that's why it's a degree that you graduate from um yeah, yeah i enjoy doing like i've been on placement as well so I've got a better understanding and I feel like clinical placement like helps you learn more. Like you get a broader scope of like different departments as well as understanding how to deal with patients or like, um, you know, just and learning terminologies whilst you're there. There's so much you can learn whilst on yeah. whereas clinical. I mean, whereas academic is, you know, lectures online, da, da, da. But yeah, I think that uh, I enjoy my course. I like to think that I hope I will pass, and you know, first year, second year, third year. <laughs> you fail, you fail, you will. Um, so, um, how was the transition like from coming from college, having a gap year, and then going back into education? Um, okay, <laughs> there were uh, a lot of jumps. <laughs> so, college was like asylum-based and like intense and then when I went on my gap year it wasn't intentional I'm not gonna go into too much detail about that but at the mm. end of the day like I decided it is what it is um so I'd yeah. rather take the opportunity that like God's like giving me this gap like take some rest and also like mm. learn get some more skills 
gain more skills um and you know just build as a person and find out more about who you are like you know use the gap year whilst you have it you know some people say that jumping from college or a level straight to um sorry college or sixth form straight to uh uni was like intense for them especially like because they felt like they wished they took like a few years out even not even just a year find out who they are Mm. like better themselves um yeah so uh, when I came from a gap year into uni was like a change it was obviously you've gone from no routine to routine (laughs) because now you've got lectures um and especially if you got to wake up early each morning or leave late from uni, like you're constantly in a routine one way or another. However, like whether you start early or late. Um, so from doing like a gap year, which was like uncertain about what my next day would be like, although I tried to fill out with things I could do. So like I went on a few holidays, I got a job. Um, I tried to do my theory and my um my theory and my practical for my driving and I passed (laughs) so I feel like I've done quite a quite a bit throughout it trying to and I tried to do a few online courses so like I tried to keep myself busy as much as I could like you know like not just waste because okay you have a day off like you can take days off but like you know, never like try and better yourself. Never stop trying to better yourself. Does that make sense? Um, yeah. yeah. So jumping in from that to uni was like, okay, now I've got to like do my assignments, like get everything like in order. If that makes sense. So yeah. Yeah. Don't know how to. Wow. Also, do you do you have any tips for anyone going into uni, whether it's from either taking gap years or just like transitioning from sixth form or college going um, into uni? Yeah, um, if you feel like you need to take a gap year, take it. Like uni, uni, you can mm. you can still go to uni if you are hundred and forty four. <laughs> okay. If you must. <laughs> Honestly, though, I think that if you found a degree and a career that you want to pursue, uni is like, yeah. um, like a great opportunity for you to go through. Because people are like worried about loans um, when um, going into uni. So some people don't, they back out. But if you want to like yeah. take the opportunity to th- not see it as a loan because you're, it's only like, People need to understand the concept of that loan. Like, you'll only be paying, like, a certain amount once you earn a certain amount. So it's not like they're holding a gun to your head, if I put it that way. <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah, take the opportunity to, like, go into uni, like, if, especially if you want to see where the course takes you. Um, it's a good learning curve. People learn a lot, especially if you're moving out. I personally stayed at home. Um, I intend on moving out yeah. as soon as... I finish um <laughs> yeah people learn a lot they say like first years or second years even they like learn how their cooking skills and just like so it's not just the course you learn like you met you build social networks 
which I think is so important. Yeah, life, life skills. So it's a good opportunity um, to go into. But if you don't know what you want to do, don't like waste Me. going <laughs> into it. No, you know what you're going to do. Like, don't waste it if it means if that makes sense. So try either find yourself yeah. or try, do something. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but like. Speaking on, um, if you don't know what to do, i.e. <laughs> me, because the girl's juggling over here. Uh, like, I feel like a Katy Perry song, <laughs> hot and cold. Like, I keep changing. But yeah, um, speaking to people who actually genuinely don't know what, because there's a range of yeah. courses in uni, isn't there? Um, any tips on how to choose a course or how to choose a uni? Because I know a lot of people base their... Um, courses on like uni reputation like I remember when first in college a lot of people were like oh this uni has like the highest reputation or like Oxford or Cambridge do you think the quality of uni is based on the ranking of the reputation uh, I mean I've never been to Oxford or Cambridge but people say that they're higher class <laughs> like not higher class you know what I mean <laughs> like, like they're the better ranking unis um Honestly, I think a uni is a uni at the end of the day. That's my own personal opinion. If you work hard and you put in your yeah. effort, you get your degree, or however you've got your degree, even if it's a low degree or high degree. Um, does that make sense? Low degree or high degree? Anyway, um, yeah, yeah so long as you've got that, yeah. you've worked however, you've got that degree at the end of the day, and you're going to get pursue further with whatever career you choose with that degree, then I think that any uni is a good uni. If that makes sense. Obviously, there's um, terms of technology yeah. resources and you know dependency on help from lecturers or whatnot. Yeah, um, that's a different story because I feel like for me personally, uh, when I started my courses, only until like I actually went into the actual like further on down the line, like I would say placement even that I would that I felt like oh my gosh, this is really what I want to do. Like this is this is my career. Like even if I had just stayed in this department, I wouldn't mind. Like that there's other broader scopes to which I can relate to. Um but yeah. Um in terms of people who are struggling to find out what they want to do, because let me just tell you now, the first when I was like a child, I mean probably a child. <laughs> like, you know, a little child. I wanted to be the shopkeeper, you know, that goes beep, beep. <laughs> so a lot has changed let me just put it that way <laughs> um, yeah. I'm my mind changes constantly but like I kind of yeah. just set in stone that this is like a career which will because I have other ambitions like I want to buy a house when I'm older like these are like my actual things and I want to be like money stable so Amen. Yeah, so, I'm sorry. So I, would, I wanted to pick something um, within like an NHS job. That's because family members do it. So I was like, I found out about certain things. So if you want to ask friends if they know of any courses, some things that might interest you, you can always look these up. Google's there. Okay, Google has so much information. <laughs> it is unreal. Okay, you just got to type up universities if you want rankings distance google maps <laughs> um 
you know there's, there's resources there you got to use it if you want to do something someone's informed you find out what you want to do um if that's the right course for you if you i mean if you feel like oh i feel like i'd be interested in this anatomy or i feel like i'd be interested in animals or i feel like i'd be interested in flying an airplane there are there's so much information there you pick and choose what you want um in terms of if people want job stability and stuff i feel like government jobs for the basis of it are good ones um if not like creating your own business even take that risk if you feel like you want to do it like i mean obviously don't make yourself mm. <laughs> but get to a point where you can actually take that risk if that makes sense so get a job and then like see yeah. oh, okay i put this money aside um i want to try and start something Da-da-da. like believe in yourself you are amazing yeah. believe in yourself everyone's yeah. got their own talents and abilities yeah yes that's good advice really good advice especially like the new wave of generation mm-hmm. um i think the whole of i don't know i think a lot of people are taking gap years to take that moment to, like do i want to do this like for me, I think, because I'm not in education, for anyone who doesn't know, I'm not in education. I'm a working <laughs> woman. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm a working woman. Yeah, but to take this time off, like, I remember, maybe it's because of the situation I was in, but, like, I wasn't 100% sure children's nursing was for me. Maybe it was just something that I settled on. I don't know, but um, I think this time, even though I haven't decided what I want to do, but this time it made me like, oh, I really do like doing this. Like I've gained new hobbies. Like I love really? baking. Baking, baking is great I'll as well. Love it. Yes, Gordon Ramsay has <laughs> nothing on me. I'm joking. I'm not that good of a cook. But yeah, I I think it's really good time for especially young people. There's so much pressure yeah. in like, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do in ten years time? Or like, yeah. you know, take that time out. If you feel like you need to take a gap year, you take it. Put yourself forward. Try new things. Doesn't work out. At least you tried. At least you tried. That's the best thing. Mm-hmm. At least you tried. Trial Definitely. and error. Trial and error. But yeah. Um, have you gained any hobbies while joining uni? Like a lot of people say, uni has changed the way I think, changed my perspective on life. The other, like, I know a lot of people who went into uni not being able to, like, who didn't have much confidence, but then they came out like, oh yeah, I'm going to start my, they start, they basically became an influencer, just became really good at makeup or whatever. Like you said earlier on, like um, uni is an experience for you to try different things. Have you gained anything? Stress. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Honestly, um, my course personally, I feel like, I mean, there are people on my course who are doing things and that's good for them. I mean, don't get me wrong, I signed up for literally every single society. Guys, if, you, if you're joining, like, Guineans, <laughs> yeah. pastures, go to societies. If you can, go to them. Okay, I don't have time for them. <laughs> I wish I did, especially <laughs> the sports ones. I just, I've missed out. But there's always next year, if I have time even. <laughs> but, um, yeah, honestly, you gotta, you gotta take that moment breathe you know um join a lot of society society i think societies are really cool like i mean if you have time for it i know a lot of nhs students a lot of people who work 
government they don't have time because placements mm-hmm. studying stressing and repeat it gets too much yeah. doesn't it no was there ever a time where you're just like oh my goodness I, I did this is getting to me like has the course ever gotten to you you're just oh, like, <laughs> But I, yeah, I think about it and say this is like especially after placement like this is what I want to do life is hard yeah. you just got to persevere through it especially if this is what you want to do so do your best if if you you know as I said before like you got to try it doesn't work out then at least you know that you gave it your all because obviously exams yeah. have a different perspective to me. You know, they want 60%. I want 1% pass rate. <laughs> you know, we have different <laughs> perspectives. But you got to try. You got you to gotta, you gotta do what you got to do. Got to do what you got. Hustling. Mm-hmm, Hustling. But anyway, okay. So it's coming close under the interview. Before we go, I like to play a game where we do um, situations. Mm-hmm. Okay. You remember those college days where we just came up with random situations instead of doing work? No, <laughs> but, what do yeah. you mean? <laughs> no, but yeah, um, I want to give you a bunch of situations and I would love to hear what you would do in the situations. I promise they're not too heavy bound. I'm really nice in the okay. situations. Taking a word. Okay. <laughs> First situation. Okay, so mm-hmm. let's say you guys, you and a friend, you've just like, you just started out your friendship. Three months into your friendship. You don't know each other that well, but you know, you hang out and stuff. And she's told you she has a boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And you've seen the boyfriend maybe once or twice. Mm-hmm. But one day you're just casually walking, taking your evening stroll and you see her boyfriend acting a bit too cozy with another girl. Do you tell her or do you just mind your own business? Me personally, mind my business. No, um, no there's a there's a thing with the whole girl code and stuff. But obviously, if it if it's a friendship that I feel like we're growing in friendship, obviously I feel like she'd have a right to know. Maybe I just like call her to the side and like talk to her about it. And, like uh, I hate to be the one to tell you this, obviously, um, but I feel like I've seen your guy or whatever like you know talk it through with her don't make her feel bad about it obviously if I was in that situation I feel like you'd want someone to come and tell you you wouldn't want someone to be looking like I don't want to say idiot like you know silly um you know like you want if especially if you consider them even a friend like the right thing to do would probably be like let them know yeah, you'd rather them find out now rather than you know they find out some other way, and then end up you knowing about it. You know. Yeah, but sometimes it's not your place to say. So maybe if I yeah. see the boyfriend, maybe I could like call him out on it. Maybe be like, mm. "Hi, <laughs> how are you doing? Or who are you? <laughs> you know, the girl who's next to." <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't think so. Lol. <laughs> you don't think so. <laughs> I feel like you'd be like, I'm going to buy my own business. <laughs> but Slide I, away. I'd probably do the same thing. Huh? I'd be like, I didn't see anything. I'd probably be like, I didn't see anything. I'm just like, mm. no, I don't know. I probably would tell them, be like, yo, just in case I, 
if it was i feel like if it was like yeah just i'd rip off the band-aid and be like yeah i saw your guy with another girl i don't know who she was he was acting a bit too cozy and if she doesn't blame me that's her own problem yeah so like she can do what she wills with like the information but at least you've done real good yeah. part by actually informing her yeah just like you know sayonara okay next situation um so you me have a friendship yes right and you have two different types of friendship group you have the friendship group that like you occasionally meet up but then you have your friendship group that you have in uni and you're, you're like you guys are just like cool squad whatever whatever and um the friendship group that you meet occasionally you're starting to realize you don't really have that much in common but you don't want to be that person that's like I don't want to be friends with you whatever (laughs) (laughs) but like you still you still down with them but you just like there are times when they are a bit too much and you just don't know how to handle it. And they like say, they say certain comments, like, what do you do in that situation? How would you communicate to them? Like, I love you guys. In a but bit. <laughs> it's, not, it's, it's not you. It's yeah, break up <laughs> kind of a thing. Um, <laughs> like you could just explain to them because I feel like as you get older, like, there's only a certain amount of friends or close friends or, you know, people that you'd consider, yeah, really close to you. Da, da, da. Mm. Um, so in this instance, I feel like I'd probably just distance myself. If not, like, if it, yeah. I, I'm always there for anyone, like, if they want to talk about things or they need anything, because I feel like that's the type of person. But if I was in this situation particularly, you'd probably have to, like, say, oh, listen, I've got a lot on, especially, like, uni. Because if you're saying that you're, like, yeah. more closely to uni, you can say, right, I don't mind if we meet up, like, once in a while, da, 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 but, like, maybe, like, once a year or something. Because I feel like some of our friendship groups are like that. But you could, like, you know, just say, I've got, like, uni stuff to deal with especially like I don't feel like I feel like we're distancing a little bit like I don't feel like it needs an explanation like they should also understand because <laughs> yeah. yeah, they also had stuff to do you know or yeah yeah okay last question it seems intense <laughs> <laughs> it is intense. So you have this friend, mm-hmm. and you guys like known each other for like years and years and years. Mm-hmm. And you guys you both empty university at the same time. You're both at different universities, sadly, but you know, whatever. No, you're both at the same university. You're doing different courses. Mm-hmm. I mean, but she starts getting um, a bit too clingy because she's afraid that she might you might she might lose you but she's doing all sorts of weird bits like when you're hanging out with people on your course Mm -hmm. she'll like come along and make a little bit of a snide comments towards your um, friends on the course and she doesn't like she'll like call you in front of them kind of like passive aggressive comments like oh (laughs) Like, did you know me and Karen, like, we went there? 
Oh, she doesn't normally act like that way around me, but you know, whatever. Okay. Supplements. Um. Also, she like mess. She's messaging you often. Like, Karen, where are you? You said we were gonna hang out together. Like, she's being a bit too toxic. Like, what do you do? Listen. Um, I feel like you'd have to explain um, that I feel like the French is getting too intense. Like, I feel like you're being overly, like, too much. I feel like if you say that to someone, they get about her. You're being like, I don't even know how to phrase that. That's a tough question. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> okay. um, <laughs> I feel like you explain yeah, as um, much as you can be like listen I feel like I've, I'm trying to hang out with friends and I feel like I'm making weird sly comments about certain things and like she like tries to like say no like it's not even like that I feel like you should be like well this is what I've observed and I'm literally standing there observing what you're doing so I'm not comfortable with the situation if you want to you know, just take a step back and just like see where I'm coming from. If not, I feel mm. like this isn't really working out. Like, you can, like, I feel like we're in the day and age. Like, you can, you can see what you're doing. You know what you're doing. And if you can't see it, then yeah, then that's your problem. You need black. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Buy one, get one free. Seriously. Okay. But yeah, yeah. Oh, thank you so much, Karen, for joining us on Time Out with Danielle. It was a pleasure having you. You're welcome. Where can we find you? What social media? Shout out your um social media. Do I know off by heart? Yes, I do. Karen, so that's K A R E N N N eight zero. Just to be clear, that Karen 80. with two, three ends and an eighty. If you feel like you need to talk, let me know. Like my my DMs are always open to people who need to support or like help. You can help each other. Only for support, guys. Nothing <laughs> else. Don't be sliding her DMs with your one trick pony lines. Okay, only for help and support. <laughs> I'll be coming after anyone. <laughs> He's in a <laughs> okay, but yeah, yeah. All right, thanks, guys. Thank but you yeah. for having me, Danielle. Bye.